Welcome to the Omni Manager podcast series presented by Security Financial Bank. On this podcast series, we catch up with the entrepreneurs and small business operators in Eau Claire and the surrounding region. It's our chance to talk to the manager and get an inside look at what running a business is like in our community. I'm Scott Montesano, the owner of Eau Claire Hometown Media, and I'm honored to bring these conversations to you once again sponsored by Security Financial Bank. Today we meet Clay with Service Master of the Chippewa Valley. His company specializes in things such as restoration after fires and water damage. He notes in this conversation his path to taking ownership of this franchise. It is a franchise. He details the steps he took to take over the franchise. Also, the importance of surrounding yourself with a good staff and why he says do it to anyone interested in owning their own business. Clay starts by telling us exactly what it is his business actually does. Service Master of mm-hmm. Chippewa Valley mm-hmm. is a restoration company mm-hmm. in located in Eau Claire and Chippewa Falls. Mm-hmm. Um, we do fire and water damage, uh, carpets, air ducts, and trauma cleanup, mm-hmm. and also mold remediation. So there's there's quite a few di- different things that we do as a company uh, just to keep the employees busy and to uh, provide a service for the community. Now, one of the cool things about that is uh, you know, th- there's not too many f- fifth and sixth graders in, in the schools that are going, I want to get into the restoration business. They might want to get into constructions, contracting, things along that, those lines. So what led you into this? Because it is a niche, but it's a niche that people absolutely need uh, at some of the worst times in their lives. Yeah. No, you're right, Scott. I. And actually, I've gone to the school a few times and talked to them just when they have a career day. And there aren't many people that know what a restoration company is. So when you talk about the niche or niche, as you'd say, um, yeah, it, it, it is a need. Um, you know, when homeowners call, it's, <laughs> it's usually uh, uh, an emergency. And uh, if we can help them through it, uh, we've, you know, created some good friendships. So, yeah, it's, it's a need and it's... it's uh, Certainly, it's, it's something that keeps us busy. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, it's weather-driven, mm-hmm. I guess. I don't know if, if that's something that had, had occurred to you at all. But you get in the heat of the summer, and air conditioners work a little harder. That's usually a cause for fire. You get into you know, the heart of the winters when it's really cold, and you have pipes that freeze and break. And so you have these water damages, and, and then there's, there's storms that pop up in between. So it seems like there's always something that is coming up mm-hmm. that a homeowner needs. Tell us a bit about your background. Again, you probably weren't uh, in fifth grade going, this is exactly what I'm going to going to do, but what led you into this? Like a lot of people, you may have had a broad idea of what you wanted to do that eventually pinpointed here. Yeah, um, it's kind of funny. I, you know, you think about how this, there's so many different paths you can take and how do you get to this point? And so I look back, and, and I would, would not have any regrets of where I'm at today. But um, certainly I went to college for a while, and um, I had aspirations of doing some type of marketing. And, and then, uh, you know, started working in the field, and I started just doing installing siding. And I, I did all kinds of different jobs and uh, got into this industry, and, and I've been in it to oh, roughly 
18 years now, I believe. And it's just something that seems to have stuck with me. I, I had a lot of construction background and, and this kind of falls right into place with it because usually you have a damage of some sort and then you also need to do the repair and it just, it, it fell into place. So I'm happy where I'm at. Um, you know, I, I got a wife, I got three kids and, and I think sometimes when you, when you have people counting on you too, you, you probably tend to focus a little more and that's got me to where I'm on the ownership side now. And, and give us an idea of that. I, I think it's important to, to go back to that, that pivot that I think a lot of people have sometimes once, twice, multiple times in their lives. There was a time where you thought, oh, I'm going to do something marketing-wise, and you started to realize, oh, I, I might like this a little bit more. And that's key to find the thing that you, what you think you may like may not be what you ultimately do like. Yeah, I think a lot of people could agree with that. Um, you know, you think about any degree you get, any, you know, second secondary education. Um, sometimes that's not always the thing you stick with for the rest of your life. And so, yeah, I tried a whole lot of different things, and it just seemed like I kept coming back into this restoration industry, and uh, it's it's worked out well for me. Um, so I am I'm happy about it, and and I hope that uh, I'm providing a service that people appreciate and, and hopefully I'm making some, some long-term relationships as well. What was the direct path to the ownership of this particular franchise? Yeah, what was Service Master, um, I got, the own, got to know the previous owner and became pretty close. And so as, as we worked together for a couple of years, um, he was looking to retire and move out of the restoration industry. And, and uh, you know, he had approached me and we, we discussed it. And it took about a year to, to come up with a, a plan to mm-hmm. uh, actually be an owner. And so my wife and I sat down, we talked about it, and, and it seemed like it was going to be a good, a good move for us. And, and so that's what we did. So we're the, into our fifth year now. What are the keys to success, and, and uh, there's things obviously that are probably unique to this type of an industry, but for the most part, the same things that are keys to success for one business are the keys to success for any business, regardless of industry. Uh, I think I think the biggest key is probably the honesty and integrity. Um, there's there's so many things that can go wrong when it comes to a, a loss and and being an owner and whatever it is whether it's your home or somebody else's home but there's just there's so many things that go into it and I think that if you're working with somebody and you can you can look them in the eye and you can promise them that you're gonna do everything you can for them and you say what you're gonna do and you follow through with it um, that goes a long ways so on the flip side of that you got to be able to to perform the tasks as well so uh, you have to be, you know, above and beyond just being honest and, and being an, a person of integrity. But, um, yeah, being able to good, do a good job, being able to follow through with what, what you say you're going to do and then be able to complete those tasks uh, regardless of what it is, I think, that, uh, I think that's, a, that's a big part of being successful. And mm-hmm. I guess, Scott, you and I would think about it. There's a lot of different ways to measure your success, and it's not always money. Mm-hmm. Talk about 
adapting within a business. Uh, I would think in this line of work too, the way things are done now may have been different 10 years ago as new technologies come out, new equipment comes out. How do you balance continuing to do things the way you know how and they work as well as try to take a chance on something new that may be better? Yep, and I think the technology part really comes with having the right people um, so we, we have a, approximately 11 employees, and several of them are very tech-savvy, and, and they, they enjoy it. So they enjoy being on top or, you know, trying new things. And so, yeah, the, the industry is always changing, and you try to keep up with the technology that comes with it. And having people that are really interested in it, it helps mm-hmm. because, they're, you know, they're, they're looking forward. Uh, hopefully I am too, but it seems like I kind of get my myself caught up in the daily tasks and sometimes it's, I, I think, you know, sometimes it's just uh, the phone calls of the day and, um, you know, whatever the need is immediately. So sometimes I get caught up in that, but um, it's having sometimes the foresight to, to look ahead to and maybe having the right people that are looking ahead with you. And I'm fortunate, <laughs> fortunate to have good employees. We've seen an awful lot of growth business-wise in this area. I don't want to necessarily ask how has it uh, impacted your business. Obviously, the, the, the more people in town, the more potential there is for people needing a service. But just from a business climate aspect in the area, what kind of changes have you seen? Well, the business climate, <clears throat> I think when we look at it just in-house in our service master company, uh, we're really trying to be more efficient. Um, it's sometimes you can't always measure your growth. You could create more revenue, but if it's if it's not creating more on the bottom line, then you kind of wonder if you're spinning your wheels or running yourself in circles. So we look at the efficiency part. Um, just try to try to make less trips. Try to try to have the foresight to think ahead when we when we go to the next job and having everything on the truck. Uh, writing good estimates, um, communicating. So all these things that go into it. So if, if we can focus on that efficiency, and particularly when it, you know, I guess I don't know if people would say it's a recession, but mm-hmm. you can tell that things have shifted again. And uh, I think that being efficient and having, you know, a good crew, a good group of people that are, you know, we're all focused on the same the same goal. Um, I think that that's a good recipe for success. Let's uh, circle back to employees. And uh, of course, there's been a lot talked about in the last number of years. Uh, sometimes some industries struggle to get employees and retaining and uh, making sure. And I always think the big thing is no matter what the generation is, retaining employees is always very important as opposed to always having to, to churn and burn through people. What are the keys you see to not only going out of recruiting a good staff, but maintaining a staff and keeping them ha- happy and motivated. Sure. With the, with the group that we have, um, I think it's really important just to let them know how much you, you need them and how much you care about them. I've been fortunate that the majority of the people that were here prior to my wife and I purchasing the company have stayed. Um, so you get to know them really well and, and outside of work too. So they're people that you would want to you'd want to hang around with, you, you people you can trust your kids with. And I think that says a lot. So 
so yeah, um, I'm fortunate to have a, a group like that, and I and I think they they're watching out for me too. Mm-hmm. So it, it feels good to come in the morning, and you you don't always talk about work; you talk about what you know what they did over the weekend, or you know what's going on at home, and it's it's far beyond just mm-hmm. work. What keeps you motivated? Well, I'd say the the motivation comes with you know one is I I would never want to let somebody down. So I know that when I've made promises, you you really have to to look yourself in the mirror and, and, and say, you know, I, I told him I was going to do this, so you got to follow through. And those promises even go as far as, you know, you got a wife and kids, and they're all counting on you too, and you can't fail. Mm-hmm. So whether it's with a homeowner or whether it's with my wife and kids or if it's, you know, friends and family, whatever it is 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 – making sure that I'm doing everything I can not to fail. And let's uh, wind it down with this. Let's say you've got an opportunity seating, sitting in one of these chairs right around us or on the other end of this microphone is a person that's considering getting into owning their own business, whether it's uh, taking over an existing one, whether it's starting one from scratch, but they're, they're going to get into ownership. What word of advice do you do you have for them? And, and, and we already we already know it's going to be a lot more work than anybody ever thinks it's going to be. And, and, and the whole thought of you don't have a boss, no, you you've always got a you you've always got a boss. It's the customers and sometimes a, a bank <laughs> that's right, that's right. giving you the loan. But what other pieces pieces of advice? Well, I would say that if if somebody has an opportunity to start a business or to own a business, I would encourage them to do it because it is rewarding and uh, it's, I guess you kind of, you kind (laughs) of stumped me on that one because (laughs) I I guess I I do. I encourage people to do that. I really want them. It's a fun challenge. Yeah. I want people to think that they can do it too, because I, I don't think I'm the smartest guy in the room by any means, but having the right people around you, you can, you can make it work. Um, and it's not always, mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, rose-colored glasses, as they say. But um, the effort you put in um, is also the reward, and uh, and you can figure it out. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's what it comes down to. Sometimes it's a grind, and you just and every day is a grind, mm-hmm. whether you work for yourself or working for someone else. So I would I would encourage people if they have an opportunity, yes, go out and do it. Once again, that was Clay with Service Master of the Chippewa Valley. Check back for more episodes of this series as we meet more entrepreneurs and small business operators on the I'm the Manager podcast series presented by Security Financial Bank.